O thou art my God, early will I seek thee. My soul thirsteth for thee. My flesh longeth for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is, to see thy power and thy glory so as I have seen there in the sanctuary. Because thy loving kindness, better than life, my lips shall praise thee. Thus will I bless thee while I live. I will lift up my hands in thy name. My soul shall be satisfied as with marrow and fit fatness, and my mouth shall praise thee with joyful lips. When I remember thee upon my bed and meditate on thee in the night watches, because thou hast been my help. Therefore, in the shadow of thy wings will I rejoice my soul followeth hard after thee, thy right hand upholded me. But those that seek my soul to destroy it shall go into the lower parts of the earth. They shall fall by the sword, they shall be apportioned for foxes. But the king shall rejoice in Ahiah. Everyone that sweareth by him shall glory. But the mouth of them that speak lies shall be stopped. Cock-a-doodle-doo, this is the Darren Gray Circus Parade Morning Show. Listen to me. How y'all doing? Good morning. Thank you for tuning in. Ooh, I sound deep throat. Deep throat. Listen. Oh, pause and pray. Hallelujah. Thank the most. I got of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Fun of that. You ain't got to ask for a whole lot. Just get in and get it out. You know, this is normally seed dropping Thursday. And I thought to myself, how better than to drop seeds than to have none other than I yield Ursula. I yield Ursula. I yield Ursula. I yield Ben Gad Ursula. Listen, go to First Fruits of Truth. Go to OneNationOnePower.com. Look for I yield Ben Gad. Just type I yield into the YouTube and I guarantee he you, you gonna see him. Listen, go back. I don't care if you gotta go all the way back to when he just had like a fade or Cavatis. When he was all the way, way back there coming up out of the land of the churchers. Not churches, chicken, but you know what I'm saying. Cockadoodle, you nevertheless, listen. <laughs> How do you get here? You wanna download this Booth Radio app in the Google Play Store, the Apple App Store. You just download it, the Booth Baby, and then you tap into it. Just touch it, and then it's just say like the Darren Gray Circus Parade Morning Show. But only between the hours of 9.30 and 11.30 Central Standard Time. And that's live for the West Coast, baby. For them to have a nice, good morning show. But it's live all over the world. And apparently I come on after midnight in England or something like this. Anyway, they get up and listen. So cheerios to you, totally tips and um, all crackers and tea and all dips and these things of this nature i'm saying what a what it do i don't know how to speak oh the king's english <laughs> i don't know how to speak the king's english so i just say what up <laughs> listen i just speak nigga that's me that's how i roll listen i got il band gad on this piece baby today so if y'all got some questions and some comments y'all wants to chime in and you want them answered by none other than il band gad himself i'm talking about the thump master bible killer all over word stomper listen 
All you got to do is call 501-448-5512 or you can email it to the circus parade at gmail.com. The circus parade at gmail.com. Aiel Bangad, First Fruits of Truth, One Nation, One Power. You know who I'm talking about. The man who brought you the two sticks. <laughs> Listen to me when I'm telling it to you. He's going to come back and answer some questions. Listen, I'm going to get this whole thing kicked on off. Listen, this V1, Volume 1, Jimmy Jam, Terry Lewis, outstanding. Let's see what the young people do with this. It's going to be a bit confusing to actually have to make music once again, isn't it? Instead of... This is the Darren Gray Circus Parade Morning Show, baby. Till I found you. Jammin' Lewis. Sounds of blackness. Cock-a-doodle-doo. I yield bad guy. We coming right back, baby. Right back. Yes, you did. When I was out in the cold, you took me in and gave me shelter. In your kingdom of tranquility and
I can do this the Darren Gray Circus Parade Morning Show. How y'all doing this morning? And as I promised, I got none other than I.L. Van Gab, One Nation, One Power.com, First Fruits of Truth. You know him as, come on up out of here, man. Listen to me. This is normally seed dropping Thursday, but how better to drop seeds than to have him right here, here and in the flesh. Praise the most high God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Shalom. Brother Aiel Bangad, how are you this morning? Hey, doing all right? You're doing real good? Just woke up. Yeah, I'm doing all right. Right on. How is it out there? Cold? Warm? What y'all got? Uh, it's, like in the, it's like in the 80s, baby. We got tropical weather. Right on. So what I wanted to go in, I appreciate you coming on this morning. Something's been troubling me. I've been asking a whole bunch of people, do the camps baptize? I've been getting a whole lot of answers. So now I want to ask you, have you heard about this? Are these so-called is black? They call themselves black Hebrew Israelite camps. You know them. They kind of, in each camp, they all kind of dress alike, like football teams. Are these guys baptizing or do you know? To my knowledge, no, you have a you have a couple that uh, are baptizing, but the majority of them no. Oh, apparently, our Bibles say we should baptize. Is this correct? All the word says all the way back to the beginning. Even Adam was speaking of um, baptizing. Yeah, that's that's the problem. People have a lack of information. They just base them baptism solely off the Bible not realizing that there's other outside information that uh, proved that baptism started with Adam. Right on. So basically, if there's no baptism, are people that are not saved, is this correct? Well, yes, they don't understand that they are under the curses of Deuteronomy chapter 28, starting at verse 15 and 68. And in Galatians 3.13, Christ became a curse for us because cursed is everyone that hangeth on the tree. That without water baptism, the curses of Deuteronomy 28 are still on our people. And is there proper form and proper age to be baptized? From eight years old and up. Eight years old, is that scripture? Yes, it is. But it's outside of the scripture. Most people don't understand <clears throat> that when the Europeans came over here in 1492, the first thing they went after was the Bible, was the writings of the prophets. And that when they got their hands on it, in Psalms 119.69, they edited the Bible. And that's hard for most people to understand, is that your Bible been edited. All you got to do is look at it and read it and you'll see that it's vain, that it don't tell the complete stories. Where are the rest of the stories at? How can, it, you, how can you get the first man created named Adam, and all you know is he named some animals, but you know nothing about his personal life? Where is that information? They removed it. Why do you so feel- If you go on the internet now and ask the internet, which are the same people, that came here in 1492, running the internet, when it was the first baptism, the internet gonna say John the Baptist. Well, we got proof that it started with Adam. Well, Adam was- we present, I'm sorry, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, 
we we give facts. We don't just talk. We read from the record. So with that said, so baptism, when they got lost, according now, I've read um the Adam and Eve um story. <laughs> the um the one they don't want you to know, like how when they found out after they did what they did that it was darkness and it was light and it was they were scared of they were scared of everything. So how do you think baptism came to be? And if baptism is such a pivotal point, why would the camps make it necessary to say, I, I, what I heard is they're saying you get baptized with the word. Now I can't find this scripture, but they're saying you get baptized with the word. In order for a person to believe that, <clears throat> you got to have a real low IQ. Where they getting that at is out of the book of Ephesians. And that's not talking about no dang on water baptism. That's talking about husband and wife and marriages. Let me say this. If you don't have enough uh, intelligence to know you're supposed to follow Christ and Christ got in the water where he was holy and he didn't need to get in the water, then I can't help you. I can't help you. So how important, but what about everybody that's, because this is the most problem thing I run into is they go to hell. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son for whosoever believes shall not perish but have everlasting life. So all they got to do is believe. Oh uh, yeah, right. If they believe that, I can't help them. If they that retarded, then I can't help them. Excuse me for using that word. But if you that slow, I can't help you. All you got to do is believe. I believe I got a brand new car sitting outside. Let me go look. But just because you believe something, don't make it real. So even if you just, it doesn't manifest itself up upon itself because it, apparently what you're saying is there's works that have to be done. There's things we have to do as God's chosen children. Is there work we have to do? And does that include hating yeah. all the other nations well, well, and everything? No. Well, let me, let me say this about the word believe. The Bible was originally written in Hebrew. So the word believe has two separate meanings. If you look at the word believe in English, it just means believe. If you look at the word believe in the original writing of Hebrew that it was originally written in, it means to adhere to, follow after, and trust in. Two separate meanings. <clears throat> and Christ told all of the disciples to follow me. And we are supposed to follow the example of Christ, not what some guy on some corner is saying. Supposed to be following Christ. They're supposed to be following Christ. There shouldn't even be a debate. Are you following Christ? If you're not, then it's clear in your actions. If you are following Christ, then it's clear in your actions. In John 14, 15, he said, if you love me, keep my commandments. Are you following Christ? Are you following the church? Church said, the laws of God done away. Christ said, keep the commandments. Who you follow? If you not follow... It's that simple. If you're it's not that simple. Let me give me a glass of water. Hold on. 
I was just getting ready to say that. <laughs> I need some wine. <laughs> right back. Listen, I got I.L. Band Gad with me. I'm going to play a song right quick, and we going to come right back with boy I.L. Because my mouth is dry, too. So we must have got hit with it at the same time. We going to come right back. Listen, I'm going to play this song. I got to give me something to drink. This is the Darren Gray Circus Spray Morning Show. I got I.L. Band Gad. Tell all your friends about us. If you want to call in with a question, 501-448-5512. Or you can email it to the Circus Parade at gmail.com. Like a doodle doo, they just delivered the daily donuts to the Darren Gray Circus Parade Morning Show, and I got a mouth full. Listen, I got Aiel Band Gad on here. He's answering questions now. He I, he left off. We were speaking of baptism. He had to get him some water. He said, "Hold on," and here he is. Aiel Band Gad, you still with me, boss? I'm with you. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna set the foundation real fast. And then I want people to call in because I'm gonna give them a reason to call in. All right. Right on. Go ahead on in. All right. The Bible has the power to interpret itself. It don't need me to inject philosophy, what I think, or what I believe. It has the ability 
when it's properly read and taught to explain itself. Now, I'm going to read a few scriptures, and when I'm done, I want to take questions. In the book of Isaiah, chapter 28, and verse 9 and 10, God tells us how we're supposed to read the Bible. We were never supposed to be taught the Bible like a harlequin novel. Whom shall he teach knowledge, and whom shall he make to understand doctrine? Question mark. The Bible. Them that are weaned from the milk and drawn from the breast. For precept, a precept is a command. For precept must be upon precept, precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line. Here a little and there a little. Okay? So we got to go into our Bible and get here a little and there a little and put it together just like a puzzle and then it'll speak for itself. Let's try that. Go to uh, the book of Leviticus, chapter 26 and verse 40. Book of Leviticus 26 and verse 40. Let's try this. Leviticus 26 and 40. If they shall confess their iniquity and the iniquity of their fathers with their trespass, which they have trespassed against me, and that also they have walked contrary unto me. Let's go to the book of Exodus, chapter 20. Book of Exodus, chapter 20. Book of Exodus, chapter 20. And let's just read a little bit of the Ten Commandments. Uh, thou shalt not, verse 5, thou shalt not bow down thyself to them, talking about other gods, nor serve them. For I am the Lord thy God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and the fourth generation of them that hate me. What he is actually saying, I visit the sins upon the children to the third and the fourth generation of them that don't keep my commandments. So now, let's say the fifth generation hasn't repented and returned. That generational curse go down to the fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, Ninth, tenth generation, generational curses are passed down through the family line from generation to generation. And those give demons, demonic forces, the legal right to go from one generation to the next generation. That's when you hear us say, you acting just like your mama, you act just like your daddy. Because them same spirits that they was dealing with went down to the next generation. Now go to the book of Matthew, chapter 3. Book of Matthew, chapter 3. Now we establish that you got to confess the sins of your forefathers and your sins when you get baptized in the water. Let's see in the book of Matthew if they're doing that. The book of Matthew. Let's start at verse 5. 
Then went out to him Jerusalem and all Judea and all the region round and about Jordan and were baptized of him in the Jordan, confessing their sins. Now in the modern day Christian church, you just get baptized in the name of Jesus. You never confessed those sins. That's why 99% of the people that get baptized in Jesus' name, in their spirit, they feel later on that something wasn't right. And they go and get rebaptized and rebaptized and rebaptized because their spirit is telling them that that Jesus' baptism was wrong. And they still having problems with sin. They still backsliding. They can't really serve God like they really want to serve God. It's because the modern day Christian church is in error when it comes to water baptism. Now, I just showed you in Matthew chapter 3 and verse 6 that John the Baptist was practicing Leviticus 26 and 40. The people, when they got in the water, was confessing their sins with an S on the end. The sins of their forefathers and their sins, thus breaking those generational curses and shutting Satan down out of their life. Now I take questions. Chris S. called in and said, what do you mean when you say we're celestial beings and we're children of light? Are we not um, by just flesh? What He wants to know what do you mean by celestial in flesh or something? Go to the book of Job. Go to the book of Job. Go to the book of Job. Let's go to the book of Job. Book of Job, he Job. 38. Job 38. Let's start at verse number. Let's start at verse. Let's start at verse 15. 14. This is a conversation between God and Job. Verse 13. That it might take hold of the ends of the earth, that the wicked might be shaken out of it. It is turned as clay to the seal, and they stand as a garment. And from the wicked, their light is withholding, and the high arm shall be broken. Has thou entered into the springs of the sea? Now, right here, God is upset with Job, asking crazy questions. So now hold God on. speaking. Hold on, we'll get your question Job. next. Just hold for one second, please, sir. Hold on. Go ahead, I.O. Van Gaan. Hold on. Has thou entered into the springs of the sea? Or has thou walked in the earth of the death? Have the gates of death been opened unto thee? Or has thou seen the doors of the shadow of death? Have thou perceived? 
the breath of the earth. Declare it thou, thou knowest it all. Where is the way where light dwells? And as for darkness, where is the place thereof that thou shouldest take it to the bound thereof? And thou, thou shouldest know, you should know, Joe, the path to the house thereof. Knowest thou it? Because thou was then born, or because the number of thy days is great. One of the greatest mysteries on planet Earth is that mankind did not get born on Earth. God just asked Job, where was you born at, Job? Do you know you older than you think you are? Let's go to the book of Jeremiah, chapter 1. Jeremiah, chapter 1. Before, verse 5, before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee, and I ordained thee a prophet unto the nation. What God means before you was born in the womb, I knew you. That was the celestial kingdom that 99% of the people have regressive memories of coming from. Those are not dreams that you haven't, that you once had the ability to fly. Those are not dreams that you having. That when you was in a place and when you woke up, you wanted to go back there. It was so peaceful and so beautiful. Those are not dreams. Those are recurring memories. You're not born from your mother and your father. You were sent here from the celestial kingdom. That is the kingdom where Christ resides. I can't help it. I See, this is the problem. The Christian church got our people only reading the Bible when common sense will tell you that you don't have all of the history from Adam to Christ. The Bible tells you that there, there were so many things that Christ did that even they couldn't even write them down. That even the Bible could not contain it. The problem is Hosea 4 and 6. My people perish for a lack of knowledge. They need to get with somebody that God has given all of their records to. The Roman Catholic Church dissected and gave you what they wanted to give you after they put you in chains and wouldn't let you read or write for 300 years. It's funny that the only thing they let you read was the Bible. Why they let you read the Bible during that 300 years? Because they altered it to fit their paradigm. Yes. Ain't nobody down here, Earthborn. You were sent here for a purpose. And you got to find that purpose. Because your probation is winding down. I got a question. I got a caller. Go ahead, caller. Ask your question. How are y'all doing? What's the sealed portion? I heard you talking a little bit about that. What's in the sealed portion? The sealed portion are the records in the book of Daniel, chapter 12, and verse 7. Daniel was told by God 
to seal up the book until the time of the end. Daniel asked the angel, how long shall it be to the end? The angel said, a time, times, and a half of time. Now, a time is one year. Times, with an S on the end, is two years. And a half of time is a half of year. That Daniel 12 prophecy, the book, the sealed portion, is the books of all of our prophets, all of them, from the Ten Tribes and Judah, Benjamin, and Levi. You have prophecies in there from Isaiah, Jeremiah, John the Baptist had more prophecies than all of them because in Revelation 10, the angel gave him the little book to eat. And then at the end, he said, now you must go out and prophesy even more. What they did was they hid all of those records. And it wasn't until 1984 that our God, who loves us, made them release those records. Those records in the sealed portion are the very records that Daniel sealed up. Those records were found under the altar during the reign of King Zedekiah, king of Judah. Lehi, who you hear Lehi in the Book of Mormon, real name was Elias. He was the son of Hilkiah, the scribe that wrote for King Zedekiah. That information was sealed up once again by Daniel the prophet to come forth in the last days so that our God would give us back our information so that the Europeans could not alter, change, or divert your records. That is what's in the sealed portion. Right is on. there bones in it? Yes. By bones, you mean, by bones, you mean throwaway parts, because, right? Because they put things in it that don't make sense. Mm -hmm. Now, how you find out that they altered something or changed something is by applying Isaiah 28, 9, and 10. Everything in the Bible got to say the same thing that's inside of the sealed portion. There may be one or two words that the Romans removed that will be filled in when you read the sealed portion. Like in the back of the sealed portion, you have all of the words of Christ in Matthew 5 and in Matthew 6. When you compare it to the Bible, you can clearly see that they remove pertinent information from the mouth of Christ. Your God, who loves you, hid these things away to give you during the time of the end. And that is that simple. It's not just the sealed portion. He gave you back doctrines and covenants. He gave you back the book of Moses. He gave you back the pearl of great price. He gave you back all of your recorded history that the Romans, I'm going to call them Romans, took from you when they got here in 1492. Right on. The first thing they did was look for silver and gold. <laughs> what 
was the most valuable thing that they got their hands on. Think for a minute. It was the Bible, the best-selling book in the world. They made so much money off of your records. They're your records. They're not European records. That's why they taught you not to read the Old Testament. Because if you do, you're going to identify with the history of the Old Testament and you're going to say, wait a minute, this is us. Why do you have all of these European pictures in this book? That is what they hide. Right on. Crowd caller, you got a question you want to um, give up to Mr. Ayo Bangat? Yeah, I just, uh, I'm calling from Topeka, Kansas. My name's Ryan Lawton. And I just uh, wanted to know that, like, if, if I've already been baptized, why is it necessary for me to get re-baptized if I come into this truth? All right. Did you get baptized with the confession of sin? Hello? Is he still there? Yes, I'm still here. He said, did you get baptized with the confession of sins? Yeah, yeah, I got baptized in the Christian church. And I got baptized okay. in the name of Jesus. When you came into the truth, when you went to the water, did you say these words? God, forgive me for the sins of my forefathers and forgive me of my sins. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you have to ask forgiveness for the sins of your forefathers as well as your sins? That's right. Ain't you a Hebrew? Are you a Hebrew? Yes, sir, I am, yes. All right. Did your ancestors sin? Yes, they did. They the ones that got us in this mess, right? Yeah. Yeah, according so, to what I've been studying in Deuteronomy, they 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 uh they broke they disobeyed the, the most high and got us into trouble. And okay. that's why we in the So in the, the book of Exodus chapter twenty, he says he visits the sins of the fathers upon the children to the third, yeah. fourth generation. And if the fourth generation don't come to the knowledge of repentance, then that generational curse goes down to the fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, and keep going. That's what oh. we're dealing with as a people when it comes to religion. We're getting improperly baptized, so we're still dealing with the spirits of our ancestors. That's why we want to serve God with all our heart, but we can't. We can't shape these sins which are attached to these spirits of our ancestors. And once you ask God to forgive you of the sins of your ancestors, according to Leviticus 26 and 40, and your sins and come about the water, you're going to experience a spiritual experience that you never will experience in your life ever again. You will literally feel the weight of the world coming off of your spirit. You'll right. feel your freedom happening right there in the water. Yeah, because when I was in the Christian church, I had to rededicate my life and I got baptized more than one time. 
that's that that was your spirit. See, this is something we we've, we've lost. We've lost the ability to listen to our spirit because they trained us to listen to our carnal mind. But when you listen to your spirit, see, your spirit told you that something wasn't right, and you had mm-hmm. to get rebaptized again. But yeah. once you do it the right way, you no longer have that sensation unless you go back into the world and then you want to come back to God, then yes, I will suggest rebaptism and rededication. But again, the Christian church did not properly baptize our people, especially. Okay. All right. Well, that answers my question then. Thank you. Thanks for calling in. Now, um, Aiel, let me ask you a question, because I hear a lot of these young cats say they dating these girls and whatnot, and these girls have, like, little shrines and whatnot, and they're praying to their ancestors. Now, is what what is this? Is this correct? Because you just said ancestors. No, you're praying wanna... to demons. Okay, let them know. Fill them in. Watch this. Let me use the Bible. Go to Psalms 96 and 5. Once again, Satan can only take advantage of your ignorance. That's it. That's all he's doing. He's taking advantage of your ignorance. Now, if you find out you aboriginal, you find out, let's say you find out you aboriginal, like I did, and I'm from the tribe of Ephraim, and you find out you aboriginal, why would I start doing anything that my ancestors was doing prior to 1492 because everything they was doing is what caused Columbus, excuse me, to show up on the shores of America in 1492. So if they was praying with incense, that didn't help our ancestors, how is it going to help me? If If they go into the shaman, they was going to the shaman before Columbus got here, they still got their butt kicked. So that tells me my ancestors was doing something wrong for almost 300 million of us to be slaughtered like that. So I don't want to do nothing that my ancestors was doing today because if it didn't work for them, it sure ain't going to work for me. So I need to find the truth. I need to find who my ancestors were. Everybody running around talking about their indigenous and they stop right there. They don't realize if they keep searching, they will find out that they are descendants from the 10 tribes of the house of Israel and that their God is one God and that he sent his son in the likeness of sinful flesh to redeem us back unto him. They don't consider that Columbus coming to America was a punishment from from our God because we stopped serving him and broke covenant with him. That's why we in this condition. We always talking about, oh, Columbus came here in 1492. Well, America at that time was unknown to the rest of the world. America was called the fourth part 
of the world. The Europeans thought the earth was flat. How did they wake up one day and realize there was a new world on the other side of the water? All of that information is in what they call today the Book of Mormon, which is not the Book of Mormon. The original name for the book was the Book of Matt, M-A-T, or the Council Book, or the Mayan Bible. The Mayan burned incense to the four directions. The Mayan served one God. The Mayan practiced water baptism. The Mayan were you. Hey. And everybody that lived in this land Hold on, couldn't Hold come on. to this land unless yep. they kept covenant with the Father. So once again, all of those practices of lighting candles, burning ash, sage, is the same sins that got our butt kicked. Now you have an easier way to acknowledge the sins of your forefathers, repent, get up, and 1 John 1, 7, 8, and 9, all I got to do now is confess my sins because he's faithful and just to forgive me of my sins. I can save my money now because I don't need to buy no incense. I don't need to buy no matches. I don't need to sit down and construct some little voodoo dog and call it my ancestors. I don't need to do all that garbage. All I got to do is God, forgive me. I'm a sinner. And I said, in Yeshua's name, or whatever name you use, he made it that easy, and we can't accept it because it's that easy. We want to go out here and go right back to what got our bucket. Don't make no sense at all. Hosea 4 and 6 is right on the money. For my people perish for a lack of knowledge. See if I got that call back. Call you still? Are you still with us? Did we lose him? All right, we lost him. Let's see if he'll call back. We are gonna play a song. We gonna come back with. I listen, y'all. So many of y'all are calling. Y'all um, flooded up the phone lines. I just got a call from a guy. Listen, we didn't try to hang up on you. I don't know if you hung up. You could call back. And um, I was gonna. He's try. You know, he's long winded. So if y'all ask him a long question, he gonna give you a long answer, baby. Don't be mad. This is the Darren Greg Circus Parade Board Please show. Your message and we go. Oh, look at it. Look at him. Right. And we gonna play this song right here. And we'll be right back. This is my walk on the Darren Greg Circus. Spray morning show cock a doodle doo.
Yes, sir. Are you? Yes. Yes, sir. I got somebody. They messing up. They flooding my phone. <laughs> Where did you leave off at? Oh, my goodness. I got a guy in the mountains. I left off at what them talking about uh, little, making little things and lighting candles to them. You're going to burn down the house. Cut that out. <laughs> You, to the guy up in the mountains, I couldn't, you keep breaking, I can't hear your question, man. I'm sorry about that. You can email it to the circus parade at gmail.com. Somebody asked if they got baptized um, already, wouldn't that be blasphemous for them to go get rebaptized? If they got. Tell me, give, me a script, tell, give me a scripture for that. That's a good That's answer. our problem. We now, we assume that's blasphemous. You got to give me a scripture to prove it. You can't. It's nowhere in the Bible. If you didn't get that, let, let me explain. I'm trying to be nice. I get fired up. This is the Darren Gray Circus Parade. You can go on in, baby. This ain't YouTube. I don't. I got a free. You can say whatever you like here. We won't censor you. If you didn't do it, like the Bible said, do it. Do you get your driver's license when you don't do it, like that you supposed to do it? The answer to that is no. When you go get a job and you got to sit down in that room on that dumb computer and learn all of that stuff before you go out on the actual work floor and then you got to do it like the job say do it. If you don't do it like the job say do it, do you get fired? Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. God is bigger than all of that. And he gave you a roadmap. If you don't follow the roadmap like he gave you, you're going to get fired. Next. Right on. If you don't. So out in the um, world, when you're dealing with um, people that are um, trying to manipulate you and make you angry, how are you supposed to deal with people that are just trying to get you to come up out of your element? According to Chris in um, Illinois. Chris in Illinois. You keep it moving. You, you shorten your circle. You stay away from people like that. They're trying to get you in prison. Because a Negro like me, you, you get me too riled up. I'm going to jail and I ain't got no bail money right now. So I got to stay away from you. You stay away from people like that. They ain't, they ain't for your good. They're trying to get you to do what they everybody always trying to get a Negro to do. Lose his cool so he can get locked up or the police can show up and shoot him dead. So you want to separate yourself from people like that. Because real men ain't never been afraid of real men. So you just need to separate yourself, young man, from people that's trying to get you angry and get you to do something that you don't want to do. Separate yourself. Next question. If this is the end as we know it if this is the end why why should we worry when everyone is going to heaven and we're going to be raptured up and everybody's going to be all right according to christy in wyoming there's a question where did you where did you read that at? once again we are very good at believing what we hear we just believe made up stories that other people don't create. Give me a scripture that say uh, 
everybody go to heaven. Don't nobody in the Bible go to heaven. Christ coming to the earth. He going to set his kingdom up on the earth. People go to Hades and they go to paradise. And you say, why should you worry? Don't worry. Worry. Nobody's. See, because it's the end, what makes you think we worry? We rejoicing. We happy. We popping bottles of wine. We dancing. We singing. Because it's the end. What? We tired of this place. And our God showed us that when we got the fullness of the gospel, He's preparing the earth for the second coming of Christ. That ain't nothing to be afraid of unless you love this place. If you love this place, you know what I'm saying? If you love your uh, Zuzus and Wham Whams and you love Circle K and Walmart, then yeah, you should be a worried because you ain't going to have that no more. If you love your little Baptist, Methodist, Apostolic, peeing in the bushes church, yeah, you should be upset. Because your little world is about to be over. He's going to put down all your religion. Ain't going to be no more churches standing when Christ comes. He's going to shut down every one of these illegitimate, wicked churches that ain't did nothing for you but dumbed you down, got you walking around believing, once saved, always saved, and you are holy. Once saved, always saved. And you are, you are a dope thing. Once saved, always saved. And your life ain't been converted in no way, form, and fashion. And you believe you're going somewhere? you going somewhere and you can't stand black people. you going to heaven, huh? you going somewhere and black people can't stand white people. you going to heaven, huh? you thinking you're going to take this nonsense into the kingdom? You thinking God gonna tolerate your behavior, your ugly behavior? God gonna tolerate that? No, my friend, you're not going. That's why He raised up men like me to try to show you the Word of God, so that you can get yourself lined up with the Word of God, so that you can make it into the kingdom. Now you can, nah, nah, I don't believe that. I don't believe that. It's a lot of people, my friend, laying right now in Hades, wishing they would have believed. Next question. What is the significance of the red heifer in the Bible? And it's a two-part question. The red oh, heifer in the trash. It got nothing to do with nothing no more. So it, it's not. That, that was under Aaron. Okay. We under Machemper did. Christ shed his blood. And that's all the blood you need, baby. We don't need no more blood from no cow. I don't care if it's red. I don't care if it's orange. I don't care if it's pink. They can keep their animal sacrifice. Christ was the final sacrifice. He was the Lamb of God that took away the sins of the world. Now that is blasphemy when you're talking about sacrificing an animal in the place of Christ. That is blasphemy. Come on out of here. Next question. What is the year 2012 Mayan um, prophecy? And since we've already passed it, why does it keep coming up? Chris. Because when we got the seal portion, which is the records, 
that God had Daniel seal up to give unto us. Now, we found in there a prophecy that the governments of the world would add 10 years to your calendar. They added 10 years to our calendar. So you actually living in 2011. You're not living in 2021. Satan did his best to alter the timeline for the last day so that you would be eating, drinking, and giving in marriage and be unaware of the coming of Christ. The Mayan calendar of 2012, the movie they gave you, 2012 is next year. The Mayan calendar don't end till next year. They gave you that movie, 2012, to throw off your belief in the Mayan calendar. The Mayans were Israelites. They were the prophets of God. And guess what? The Mayan calendar lines up with the last three and a half years. The last three and a half years ends sometime in July, August of next year. The Mayan calendar is right on the money. You want to know how you know it's right on the money? Just go and watch the movie on Prime, Prime Tomorrow's War. They just released it July the 1st. And in there, they're fighting some aliens that keep the Sabbath day. They told you they got a limited amount of time left before the second coming of Christ. So the Mayan calendar is correct. It's just that they added 10 years to your calendar. When you take away 10 years, you end up with 2011. Next question. Surviving the end times, what do I need to know from Isaiah? What do you need to know? You need to, first of all, you need to know that in order to get in the good graces of God, and in order for Psalm 34, 7, for his angels to encamp about you and protect you, you got to be lined up with the word of God. You start off with proper repentance and baptism. And then from there, he promised to give you the Holy Spirit. And then from there, your guardian angel will watch over you. And then from there, you do what Joseph did. What did God tell Joseph when he was in ancient Egypt? A famine coming, Joseph. Joseph, go put the grain up, Joseph. Go put this up. Put that up. Put up a little something, Joseph. When Elijah went to the widow woman's house, her house was not completely empty. In order for God to stretch the food, she had to have some food. You guys are being so misled that you think you're going to click your heels like the I dream of genius or bewitch and God going to take care of you. What? You won't even take care of a disobedient child. 
Why, why you you won't even reward one of your disobedient children? You'll reward the obedient child. So why would God reward you with protection when you ain't done nothing that He wanted you to do? Why? But I will put up a little water. I will put up a little something because the people in California that didn't believe. They water drying up. They believe in that. They wells are literally drying up in California because they didn't believe. It don't matter whether you believe or not. The plagues of the Most High are in the earth. China over there turning into a lake. Earthquake just hit Panama. California burning down. Australia dealing with mice. All of these are the plagues of ancient Egypt. China, river turned blood red the other day. Ain't nobody paying attention. How you know these last days? The plagues of Egypt are back. Oman, Jordan, serious flood. Damn, they destroyed the whole place. Saudi Arabia, locusts, billions of locusts, floods. The sun, coronal mass ejection coming off the sun. Now you got six. Get it? Six. Whole CMEs on the sun and they're coming back around again. The Most High is trying to get the nation to repent. Let me read this. Before I get the next caller, I'm going to Doctrines and Covenants. I'm going to Doctrines and Covenants. And you guys, this is information that belongs to you. I can't help it if you believe the same church that got caught messing with little boys. They told you what to read. Same church. Same people. Oh, don't read that. But yeah, you messing with little children? Get the hell out of here. Don't tell me what to read no more. You lost all credibility. Let me read. For the day cometh that the Lord shall utter his voice out of heaven. The heaven shall shake and the earth shall tremble. And the trump of God shall sound both long and loud and shall say, to the sleeping nation, you saints, arise and live, and you sinners, stay and sleep until I shall call again. Wherefore, gird up your loins, lest you be found among the wicked. Lift up your voices and spare not. Call upon the nations to repent, both old and young, both bond and free. Saying, prepare yourselves for the great day of the Lord. For if I, who am a man, do lift up my voice and call upon you to repent, and you hate me, what will you say when the day comes, when the thunder shall utter their voices from the ends of the earth, speaking to all of the ears that live, saying, repent and prepare for the great day of the Lord. 
Yea, and again, when the lightning shall strike forth from the east unto the west, and shall utter forth their voices unto all that live, and make the ears of all tingle that hear, saying these words, repent, for the great day of the Lord is come. And again, the Lord shall utter his voice out of heaven, saying, hearken, O you nations of the earth, and hear the words of that God who made you the creator. When you went to church, you was never taught about the creator. He is the one that's calling you to return. Next question. If the Jews from were scattered all over the world, why are the Jews from Europe fake? And that's Stephanie. Really? It's a legitimate question. Do you know who the Gentiles are, Stephanie? She, 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 when did they come over here, Stephanie? 1492. The people that they call Spanish-ish, ish, sound familiar? They're the same people that's over there in LA. Now you got to know history. Now you got to know about the Belfort Agreement. Now you got to know how they got in the land. But then you got to go to the book of Ezekiel. I answer everything with a Bible scripture. Let's see if it's in the Bible. Ezekiel chapter 7. Ezekiel chapter 7. Let's let God tell us who in the land. Ezekiel chapter 7, verse 20. And as for the beauty of his ornament, he set it in majesty. But they made the images of their abomination and of their detestable thing therein. Talking about Jerusalem. Therefore, I have set it far from them, and I will give it into the hands of the stranger for a prey, and to the wicked of the earth for a spoil, and they shall pollute it. My face will I turn also from them, talking about the ones that he put in the land, and they shall pollute my secret place for the robbers shall enter into it and defile it. For the robbers shall enter into it and defile it. When did the robbers enter into it? 1948-49. Make a chain, for the land is full of bloody crimes, and the city is full of violence. There's a lot of violence over there. Wherefore, I will bring the worst of the heathen and they shall possess their houses. I will also make the pomp of the strong to cease, and their holy places shall be defiled. Who did Ezekiel prophesy is in the land? The worst of the heathen. What did Ezekiel say? The land is full of bloody crime and full of violence. Every day they fighting. You better know they're fighting. Why? They ain't supposed to be in the land. The land got them over there fighting every day. 
I wouldn't want to be the chosen people of God for nothing in the world that bad. That gotta be, people blood pressure gotta be going through the roof. You don't know if a missile coming over the wall, you out there fighting or huffing and a puffing on the news. And, oh my God, talking about turmoil. We Negroes in America, we don't like turmoil. We get away from people like that. We're always drama, drama. Boy, I ain't seen so much drama since they got over there. That right there will tell you who in the land. Ezekiel chapter 7, verse 20 to verse 24. Strangers, i.e. Gentiles, are in the land. And God is the one that put them there because the original Jews sinned. And in Luke 21, 24, they was taken out and scattered to the four winds. Next question. Pull it up. Let me hear. This is a good one, too. <laughs> Why do you call the European Jews the synagogue of Satan who say they are Jews and do lie when that passage of Scripture could just as easily be used against you and if the Jews are scattered about the four corners of the earth, why does it not include the European Jews? All right, let me help him. And he's partially right. He's partially right. That is a dual prophecy. Revelation two nine and Revelation three nine is a dual prophecy. That's what I like about the Father. He has the ability to talk about everybody in one swipe. So he's right. That's talking about the Jews of old, and it's talking about the Jews of today. So now, go to Deuteronomy chapter 4. Deuteronomy chapter 4 and verse 7. Let me show you why. Deuteronomy chapter 4. And verse 7. For what nation is there so great who has God so nigh unto them as the Lord our God is in all things that we call upon him for? And what nation is there so great that has statutes and judgment so righteous as all this law which I set before you this day? Only take heed to thyself and keep thy soul diligently, lest thou forget the things which thy eyes have seen, and lest they depart from thy heart all the days of thy life. But teach them thy sons and thy sons' sons. Go to the book of Amos, chapter 2, verse 11. Book of Amos, chapter 2. Verse 11, book of Amos, chapter 2, verse 11. We're letting the Bible speak right now. The book of Amos, chapter 2, verse 11. Now, he gave his law, statutes, and commandments to a certain people. Verse Amos 2, 11. And I raised up of your sons for prophets, and of your young men for Nazarites. Is it not even thus, O you children of Israel, says the Lord? 
What? He signed it. Says the Lord, he, he put a pen on it. He wrote on here his signature. Who did he say the prophets are? The children of Israel. And I raised up of your sons for prophets and of your young men for Nazarites. Is it not even thus? Oh, you children of Israel, says the Lord. Now go to Psalms 147 and 19. Psalms 147 and 19. Psalms 147 and 19. I'm showing you why it's important to know who God's people are. Somebody going to be led to the slaughter. Psalms 147.19. He showed his word unto Jacob, his statutes and his judgments unto Israel. He had not dealt so with any nation. As for his judgments, they have not known them. Praise ye the Lord. The most, this Bible was given to the 12 tribes of the children of Israel. Go now to the book of Exodus to teach the world about our God, not your God, not America's God. That's what you see going on on the earth right now. We try to teach you about the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. His only original plan in Exodus 19.6. And you shall be unto me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. These are the words which thou shalt speak unto the children of Israel, the 12 tribes of the children of Israel, went into covenant. Let me, let me get it. Went into covenant with God to teach the rest of the world. But we fell into sin. Exodus 24 and 8. And Moses took the blood and sprinkled it on the people and said, Behold, the blood of the covenant which the Lord has made with you concerning all these words. Now, what people are bringing you back to the law, statutes, and the commandments? And what people is, ignore, is ignoring Christ and his blood and trying to build a temple and slaughter a cow? You got the Use your brain and see somebody is denouncing Christ and somebody is lifting up Christ. Somebody trying to bring you to the creator of the word of God and somebody teaching you a bunch of other folks that ain't got nothing to do with the creator. That is where the world is right now. You're going to have to sit back Get you a cup of coffee, and you're going to just have to use that brain in your head for some other than a cup holder. Because it's evident and right in your face who trying to lead you to the God of the Bible. And somebody is trying to lead you to good time Jesus, who they told you just came on the scene about six months ago. What do we call that? Blasphemy. Talking about the Messiah is here. Who you going to follow? Next question. 
if the if Israel is going to be destroyed, apparently, why are these black Hebrew Israelites opposed to being deported from Israel? They had no business over there. The Most High God saving their life. He getting them out of the way before all hell kick off. Didn't you notice that when the first group got moved out, things intensified in that area? There's no prophecy where we're supposed to go over there. And let me help you guys. There are no black people. There are no black people. That's the color of a crayon. That's not a nationality. That's how a certain group of people downgrade another group of people. We brown. We copper color. We not black. That's not our nationality. I'm aboriginal to the Americas. I didn't come from Africa. We didn't come from Africa. We was already here. We came from the land of Shem in 600 BC. Judah, Benjamin, and Levi ran into Africa, fleeing from the Romans in 70 AD. But the 10 tribes of the house of Israel are living on the islands of the sea. And we've been here for thousands of years. We descend from the ancient people of ancient America. That's why Columbus called it a new world. But people was already living here. They killed millions of us to take this land from us because of the sins of our forefathers. We are the aboriginals of the Northern Hemisphere. Next question. Let's take a break right quick so we can get some water. We can get a stretch. DJ Sideville can wiggle his toes. Listen, this is the Daring Gray Circus Parade Morning Show. I got Aiel Bangan. You can call me at 501 You can email this question into the circus parade at gmail.com. Call Aiel Bangan with your questions. He's right here for you. Listen, this is King's Fall. Raphael Sadiq will be right back. Cockadoodle-doo.
Dr. Dude, this is the Darren Gray Circus Parade Morning Show. This is the Booth TBR. Well, we don't do that no more. You got to download the Booth Radio app at the Google Play Store, the Apple App Store. Don't forget to check out One Nation, OnePower.com, First Fruits of Truth, I Yield, Band Gad. Also, true, uh, good, 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 good. Good evening, brethren. <laughs> this is Big Judah and Big Levi and Truth Unedited and Mike Ballas. Listen, there's a bunch of people I go listen to. You figure out who works best for you. Go do whatever it is you got to do. Hey, I, yo, I got a question. Well, I, I don't see the women like participating very much as far as are they supposed to be um, spreading the word amongst themselves to the women folk or, or just be quiet and just chill out in the back and let the men folks run it. Well, under Aaron, if you under Aaron, they ain't supposed to do nothing but have babies. We ain't under Aaron. We under Melchizedek. And when you read in your New Testament, it ain't new, by the way. If you read uh, the gospel, you'll see that uh, you had women prophets that went out and ministered also. The women under the Melchizedek order got a right to baptize and help in ministry and got a right to have a voice. A woman is not to usurp authority over a man. That's in the pulpit. But a woman got the right to prophesy in the church because the Bible say let all prophesy that all may learn. That's the reason we're in this carnal mindset, this carnal uh, so-called serving God when God don't want nothing to do with your nasty flesh. He wants you to serve him with his spirit. And he's seeking those in the last days who going to worship him in spirit and in truth are the law. Women play a big part of ministry. They don't just sit back and don't say nothing. Devil is a liar. They got to work too. We trust. This is our last time working in the vineyard of the Lord. We need all hands on deck. The hell with what all these other Negroes out there doing. They ain't doing nothing. They're out there on the corner of Butterbean and, and Toa, standing out there, cussing out people. Ain't making no progression. Ain't no, they ain't winning no soul. They chasing away soul. So we don't care what these other dudes do. We gonna do what the word of God say do. Whether they like it or not, it don't matter. And we love Gentiles. Gentiles, you got a you got a place among us and with us, and we're gonna treat you like one born among us, according to Ezekiel 47, 20 and down. We're gonna love you just like we love ourselves. Next question. Right on. Last question. Anything, what is your newest discovery? What are you, what, because you always be an entrepreneur of new discoveries. Now, this is according to Christy. What is it, new discovery? Do you have anything new for us that we need to be up on? Uh, right now, I'm about to look through that book I was telling everybody about that, uh, that proved that Mexico was our home so right now i'm looking through this book uh the greatest civilization ever to be erased from history uh so that's what i'm doing right now and the holy spirit still have me going into the sealed portion 
and finding things that I didn't see in there before. It's like this. The, 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 the gospel says that God gives you things old and new. That's what the kingdom's supposed to be like. So I'm like a little kid in the candy factory waiting to see what the sealed portion is going to reveal next. You can read it, but you don't see it all like you did when you first read the Bible. That's what the sealed portion is doing right now. The Most High is spiritually releasing a little bit at a time. But I'm going to get on here and I'm on my newest thing. We're going to talk about spiritual things. We're going to put light on these demonic forces that have been attacking us for years and nobody want to talk about. That's going to be my next time. Next time I go live, we're going to talk about these satanic attacks, these spiritual attacks from the enemy. So basically, everybody go through. So basically, we got 30 more minutes. Is there anything you want to say before we go? And um, so basically, I, I now I'm, see now I'm dipping in. I'm being selfish. I'm gonna have to do what I got to do. So like like what you're saying with the sealed portion. Now when I be reading, I notice that like with it's like we have to wait on the life precept. We have to wait on the actual new stuff to happen and the old stuff to happen, and then we put it together with the sealed portion, and then, and then we have the precept that we go back and get. It's hard for me to explain what I'm saying. But it's like a book we have to wait on the rest to come, and it's already in your hand. At least I have one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Revelation 12, 14. He's feeding us. It's sustaining us spiritually to the second coming of Christ. While everybody else that's Bible only, they drying up. They don't feel like you feel on the inside. You fired up. You, you ready to go. It's like you, you go into a football game. Every time you open up this information, it's like, oh, my goodness, look at that. Oh, my God. It's talking about the United States of America. It's the eighth beast. I always wondered who that eighth beast was over there in the book of Revelation, chapter 17. I always wondered who was that. Why did they hide it like that? Well, now we got the seal portion, and it told on and speaking of the... That's my, what the field portion do. Right. It's bringing out all of the things that they tried to hide about the end times. I'm excited because I'm sitting back watching the nations of the world do exactly what our prophets said they was going to do. They're getting ready right now for the five-month war. Nation is about to be pitted against nation. That's what's happening right now. The very nations that work together to keep us down and to make sure we never find out who we really were are now being turned one against another. And what's going on in Palestine is written in Amos chapter 1. For three transgressions and for both. I will not turn away the punishment thereof because they delivered up the whole captivity on the eagle. What you're seeing over there in the east is the most high God punishing the Moabites and the Ammonites for what they did to our ancestors 
a few hundred years, thousand years ago. There is no recorded name of a people in your Bible called Palestinians. They don't exist. That's a landmass. It's not a people. This is how the enemy has set you guys up. Syria is a creation of France. Why did France have to create that place? Because that place is the land of Judah, Benjamin, and Levi. What's going on? It's being destroyed, ain't it? Because the Most High is making a way. He's turning them one against another. That's what you see happening. These are the same people that took everything from us, gave you slave movies. Why would somebody not let you read or write for 300 years? You must have been some damn intelligent people and they had to catch up to your knowledge and wisdom. So they held you back for 300 years stole everything that pertains to the sun, the moon, the stars, and the creator, and passed it off as if it's theirs. Now that we waking up, they putting us on these lists because we waking up, because we discovered the biggest identity theft to ever happen on planet Earth has been happening right in front of our faces. So, they had them commercials. Anybody got that number? That if you find that you're a victim of identity theft, call this number. Somebody give me that number so I can report it. It <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a plan. I'll call that number and report identity theft. And I had one more question for my own selfishness. What was my question? So you be going so you wanna anything you wanna um oh this was my question. Before do, am I supposed to now I know it's gonna be this is a selfish one. <laughs> I don't I find myself having to back paddle. Are we supposed it says in the last days that the word was gonna leave the earth. Now I find myself having to go back and talk to people and I gotta say Jesus to them. I gotta you know, I gotta dumb down. Is that, is that what we're supposed to do here? Yeah, I, okay, Christ said he's going to make you a fisher of men. This is where we don't, because we live in America, you don't understand that, all right, we just get the Bible, man. Let me just get the Bible. Let's use the Bible. Right on. Let's get the Bible. Let's get the Bible. People think that because they found out his real name, that, that's the way you win souls. No, if you run up to a Christian who's been using the name of Jesus for 30 years, and you're, if that ain't his name, you ain't winning them. You just lost them. In John chapter 19 and verse 20, what the brothers and sisters don't understand is that when the Romans were in the East, there was also some leftover Greeks. So that's why you got John 19 and 20. Let me read it. This title then read many of the Jews. For the place where Jesus was crucified was nigh to the city. And it was written in Hebrew, Greek, and Latin. This is 
during the time of Christ. Greek, what? They go your Jesus. Latin, they go your Iesus in John 19 and 20. God and Christ don't care about what you call them. He cares about you being obedient and keeping them laws, statutes, and commandments. His name, he ain't never said, is what's going to get you in the kingdom. He told you, they said, Christ, what must we do? He said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, body, soul, and strength. This is the first and the greatest commandment. The second is like unto this. Love your neighbors as yourself. In China, his name is something else. In Japan, his name, they pronounce it something else. In Iran, they pronounce it something else. In Saudi Arabia, they pronounce it something else. In Afghanistan, they pronounce it something else. Get off of that name thing. That ain't got nothing. That don't do nothing for God. You making enemies. You ain't making friends. You supposed to be wise as a serpent and gentle as a dove. You supposed to be just like them Gentiles when they go fishing in them fancy boats. How many fishing poles they got on the boat? They got like 12 fishing poles. If one bait don't work, they bring out another pole with another bait. You supposed to be winning people to Christ. If I'm going to speak to a Christian, the first thing I'm going to talk about is the commandments of Christ. The first thing I'm going to talk about is John 14, 15. That's going to be the topic. I'm going to show them everywhere, Matthew 5, 17. We're going to sit down and we're going to see what Jesus said. And once I can show them that Jesus said, keep the commandments, and I can get them to start keeping the commandments, they ain't going to church on Sunday no more. Now, we got them right where we want. Now, later on, I'm going to hand them the, the, the uh, I'm going to hand them the, the dictionary. And I'm going to show them in the dictionary. Look at that. Look at Jesus' name in here. And I'm say, let's go to the Hebrew and see what it means. Slowly, I'm going to introduce him to his name later on. But the first thing we got to do is get them out of them Sunday worshiping churches because there's a spirit attached to that. That's what I would do. The name would be the last thing I would bring up because that's a very sensitive thing with a Christian. You say his name ain't Jesus, you got to fight on your hands. So be wise as a serpent and gentle as a dove. We're supposed to keep them laws, statutes, and commandments. So minister with that. Leave the name alone unless you want to fight. If you want to go out there and argue and fight, then go ahead. Um, what? Mm -mm, sure don't want to. Mm -mm, I just don't want to stop using it. So I just keep using it. I don't Because I don't say you can stop saying it. I just keep saying what I'm saying. So that's what that's where I come yeah, into. Yeah, but if, remember, if you if you're trying to win somebody, you gotta use honey. Yeah, you gotta use honey. Then I start saying Jesus all the time. I don't. I don't. I I pray. I'm gonna pray on that one. <laughs> yeah, well, okay, okay. When people get attacked by demons, 
and they sleep. Right. How many years have they used the name Jesus and the demon let them go? Well, let me say this then. Since you see how you always do that, see, I hate it when you do that. Uh, okay, yeah, because I'm trying to show you. <laughs> okay, but listen. I don't care what Negroes say. Okay, now I'm listen. I'm dealing with spirit. Now listen. If, if, I'm gonna say if, if, I'm agreeing if, with if, you. If, if, I'm gonna agree. When I was back in the that don't happen. That don't. you use the name Humpty Dumpty? At the moment, <laughs> I'm being choked and strangled in my bed by unseen force. Absolutely. I'm trying to get free. Absolutely. Because when I was in the Christian church, when I was in the Christian church, that did work. Because that's when that happened. When I was in the Christian church. So you said Jesus and it worked. And that's what I did. So you got to be right. That's the track. You are correct. And that right there proved to me. That if the spiritual world is scared of that name, then I'm going to use that name. I'm going to use your shoe. I'm going to use your Howard shot. i use your shire. It don't matter to now me. Is G- now, is Jesus God's name? No. And that was, see, God that's the Christian church. The, the Christian Jews church don't never tell us Jesus. God's name. So what's God's Jesus name? 18, the, he, well, he never told us his name was God either. He said, I am that I am. Exactly. So what are we to call him? I am. Ahia. 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 That's how you say it in the Hebrew tongue. That's right, baby. Ahia. So they don't even, you know, all those years of being in the Christian church, they I never knew that he had a name. I'm not even making that. I knew that they had the Alpha and the Omega, and they had the I Am that I Am. But I didn't know all them other names, Lord of Spirits, so all the ones like in the book of Enoch. So I find it awfully odd that people argue over calling Jesus, Jesus or Yeshua or whatever you call Jesus. When Jesus said, don't even worry about me, don't pray to me, pray to my father. Now, here's a pop question. What's his name? Ahia. It's in Exodus chapter 3, verse 13 to 18. When you see the name Jehovah in your Bible, that's an injection by the Nazarites. That is not the name of the Hebrew. That's the name of the Edomite God. If you look up the name Jehovah in Hebrew, you'll see that. Hold on, stop name. right there. Some people are going to say, what do you mean that's the name of the Edomite God? And we got like 15 minutes left. They're going to say, what did he mean when he said Jehovah okay, is I'm the Edomite you, God's name? Go type up the word Jehovah in Hebrew. H-O-V-A-H. That's Beyonce. i tell you what it means because the Bible was originally written in Hebrew and our ancestors spoke Hebrew. So if you look up the word Jehovah, Jah just means God. God of what? Well, if you look up Hover, it means wickedness, very wickedness. It's the God of wickedness. So if I say Jehovah, I'm saying the God of wickedness in my ignorance. Are you telling me that Jehovah, you're saying, are you saying that Jehovah is not the most high's name? It's not one of his names? No. You know how you can prove it? He didn't tell you that. He told you in Exodus 3.13 what to call him. And then you go over there and see Jehovah. He didn't tell you his name was Jehovah. He told you his name was I am that I am. Why do people 
fight against God. If God told me what his name is, and then I go and read somewhere else where somebody done injected something and told me his name was Humpty Dumpty, I automatically know that's an injection, and I just keep it moving and read right over it. Now, let me ask you a question. How has Jehovah benefited you? What condition is our people in from following Jehovah? They walking around looking like damn robots. And if you don't believe in Jehovah, you got to get out of the house. They putting their own children out the house behind that spirit. Behind that spirit. If their children don't line up with Jehovah, you got to leave the house. You can't be serving no other God but Jehovah. See? All you got to do is look at the fruit of the name. Look at the people. Look how they acting. Then people walking around like damn robots. They're under mind control. They're under mind control. Ain't no way in hell you should have a Bible that every other verse, Jehovah, Jehovah, the Lord God, Jehovah, oh, Jehovah, oh, Jehovah, Jehovah. Why are you using that name so many times in that book? Because it's the same thing as saying Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. What happened? Beetlejuice show up, don't Spell casting. Candyman. Candyman. Oh, don't say that name. Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. Same thing going on with that Jehovah. You keep saying it, you're going to get a demon going to show up. And you ain't going to be able to see That's past right. your nose. That's right. Your God is in New York. All your paperwork comes from New York. You get mad as hell all you want. Is do God live, got a printing press in New York? Who printing them papers? Following men. We got that problem. Love following men. Don't have no independent thought. Don't have no ability to sit down rationally and look at information and then form your own independent thought on what you just read. You always got to be just like the second grade. You're going to these churches and you sitting there. You can't read for yourself and they telling you a story. Oh, there's only 144,000 going to the kingdom. Oops. Oh, we got to backtrack. We got about 2 million members. We got to reframe that. Right in your face. All these stinking religions ain't did nothing for us, but separated us from the creator. They were set up to separate you from the creator. Let me say this last thing. Before Columbus, came to America, we already had churches. We already had synagogues. We already had God. We already had baptism. We already had confession of sin. They brought a new God and gave you a new image of God. That is what they did. And in Jeremiah 5, 7, Jeremiah said, for my people assemble themselves in whole houses 
Every church in America is an extension of the mother church. How can I prove that? Every last one of them got that fake image of Jesus Christ. I don't care which one of them I go to. At the root of all of these religions is the picture of the fake Jesus Christ. So, in reality, they all the same pushing that fake God of that picture. Now, Christ is very real. But I'm talking about the Christ that actually walked the earth, the Christ that actually laid down his life for you, the Christ that actually shed his blood for the sins of the world. That's the Christ that we follow, and we got pictures of that Christ. So, this hell down here for one nation, one Right on. Keeping the real, baby. That's what he's doing. Boy, if I could get you, when I, but you know, like you said yesterday, most I will. Listen, now let me just say a few things. Because, you know, when you get silenced, it's almost like being in jail or prison. You can't say nothing. Can't nobody hear you. Now, yesterday I was like posting, okay, um, Iowa Band Gas going to be on tomorrow at this time for bloop, 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 bloop. Next thing you know, I could I, I cut it you off. I cut you back on. I cut you on my phone. I cut you off on my phone. I cut you back on. I sent you from my phone to the TV. You know how you cast it. You throw it over. They would not let me say diddly squat. Then, another, sometimes when you try to hit the like button, like, 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 you can't like. They won't let you like. And then you hit the unlike button. I mean, the, 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 the button that says you don't like it, then it'll let you. And then you unclick that and then try to click back over, you get nothing. They got a bunch of games for you guys on this YouTube thing, man. And it's a... um. It's yeah, a- yeah, yeah, yeah. They've been playing games with our channel to try to make sure that it don't grow and go viral. But what they don't understand, they're fighting against the creator. They're not fighting against us. They're fighting against the creator. That's why we're going into damn near every country on the planet right now. That's why One Nation, One Power is all over the world. It's the Most High through His Spirit that's bringing the people. So they, they can fight it. They can keep the numbers down, the subscribers down <laughs> that's right. to 10,000, all they want. But you got 70,000. You got 70,000. There. Okay. I'm not going to get upset. See, I get worked up. I'm not you. I get mad and I start cussing and stuff. And then, you know how I am. So I just. I'm yeah, sorry. we got over 70,000 views, views every three days. Right. I, you, I, I'm watching on three devices at my home alone. When I'm here, I'm like, I got you on this one, this one, and this one. So I know. Yeah, but, but, but remember, we are the ministry that was chosen to bring forth the fullness of the gospel for the last three and a half years. At the same time, Satan was given, during his last three and a half years, all of his knowledge back on how to make UFOs, clones, and everything else. Right. So What he right wanted now, to flood us with right at the out, beginning so he could kill us with that's, it, with technology. That's why you guys seeing spaceships going up now that they, 10 years ago, they weren't able to do it. But all of a sudden now, they're able to take bus rides up to space right. and come back. Right. All of this technology is being given to them by Satan. Mm-hmm. Satan is racing against us. 
-hmm. He knows that the moment the last Israelite or the last Gentile repents that the seventh seal is going to be opened. Opened up. Praise the seventh seal uh, in, in seal portion 70, 74 and down, and Revelation 8 is the next major event to take place on planet Earth. So he's watching us. He's prodding us. He's waiting for that last Israelite or Gentile to repent. Once that seventh seal is open, all bets is off. <laughs> all bets is off. <laughs> all of his awesome. agreements that he made with these nations, he's going to throw them in the trash. And that's what what's what we were looking forward to. Now listen, I hope to have you back here real soon. Um, I'm gonna, I know I'm gonna check you out. You're the, you're in full throttle. I see you like at least twice or three times a day now. I see that the, the word is being like just poured down upon you. And you're just throwing it out there as much as possibly humanly possible. Listen, if you guys want to get um like Ayil Bangad, if you want to join the club, listen to me. You notice what he kept saying? Baptize. Once you get baptized, the Ruach HaKodesh is going to bring all things to remembrance. It's going to come down upon you like you ain't going to believe. And get baptized the proper way. And then you're going to get in this club. And then you're going to be feeding sheep all over the four corners of the earth. Listen to me when I'm telling you. You can do it. It ain't that hard. We don't have no secret. The Most High don't like us more than he like y'all or no things like this. It's just we ask right. for it. We ask for it. All you got to do is ask for it and then follow what he, just follow his rules just like your mama used to do you 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 want to go outside your shit had to be done when she got home and you better not go out there before she got home i was bad so you know i i took the whooping but listen to me you just gotta do what he say it's no secret to it it's just the ruach Kodesh. she gonna show up it from then that day forward you gonna be like he said jesus say you love me feed my sheep and that's all you're doing is feeding sheep and the most high gonna just bless you i'm telling you listen to me this is not that hard. Ail is right here. You see what's happening. I don't know if any of you have ever been to Arizona or to Sholo, but let me tell you something. This ain't no, this is not a game, people. I've been there. I've seen demons there, and I've seen some unremarkable. They're pulling water out the ground, people. These people have, they're pulling water right up out the ground. They didn't need, no, they didn't need to call no people. Ain't nobody had to run no lines or nothing. The Most High is not playing unless you see it. This ain't church. You don't show up. You're tired. I've never spent a dime there. I've ate like a king there. Listen to me. Listen, people. I ain't making this thing up. Y'all in trouble. If you don't get in line with you, if you don't get in that water and start keeping these laws, statutes, and commandments, you got some problems coming for. This is Aiel Ben Gad. Any last words you want to say before you go? Beside, go to One Nation, One Power. Go to Truth Unedited. Make sure you check out First Fruits of Truth, Aiel Ben Gad. Any of those you type in, you ought to be able to get him on the YouTube. Go ahead and close us out. Aiel. Yeah. Yeah, I just want to say much love, much respect to everybody out there, no matter what color, no matter what religion you came out of. The creator right now, through his spirit, is calling back his people. And his people are the children of God. And they are all colors. The only difference is that we were chosen and given the uh, uh and given 
I'm trying to be nice. We were chosen and given the law, statutes, and the commandments of the Most High God. That's why Exodus 19 and 6, we were supposed to be a kingdom. In Deuteronomy 32, we walked away from it, and we failed. And our fall has caused the whole nation, nations around the world to fall. And by us coming back, we're bringing the people back to the one true God and his son Christ. That's it. Much love, much respect. We're not racist. We don't teach hate. Hallelujah. We teach love. Mm -hmm. We teach respect. Mm -hmm. We teach morality mm -hmm. to the world. That's right. Much love, much respect. We appreciate you, Aiel Ben Gad. Shalom, baby. We're going to see you on the Shalom. Sabbath. We know it. Praise the most high God. Right, right. right on. I'm feeling love. Listen, that's Aiel Ben Gad, baby. Listen, it don't get no better than that on Seed Dropping Thursday. Y'all better put your best foot forward. Put your lips where they supposed to be on the most high. And listen, pray constantly. Get down on your knees and ask for forgiveness. Ask for the Ruach Kodesh. Ask for direction. Ask if we telling you what you supposed to be doing. Pray and ask if we supposed to. Listen, test it out. Ask him what I'm supposed to say. Most high, what I'm just say. Just slip it out. Say, most high, what I'm supposed to be doing in Jesus' name. Just say that. This is the Derek Gray Circus Parade Morning Show. This is The Booth. You download us at The Booth Radio app at the Google Play Store, the Apple App Store. I'm going to be right back right now. I'm feeling loved. Cock-a-doodle-doo. Every day, main to vein, I'm here. 